Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's Wednesday, March 3rd, and you're tuned in to the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by the birthday boy, Paul Hoynes. Hoynes, happy birthday out there, uh, in Arizona, hey, every year you have to spend your birthday working uh, in spring training. It, it, it must be miserable. I, I can't. I, I don't even. I don't even get it. Uh, you know how, how you how you maintain that uh, that cheery attitude the entire time. No, the uh, it, you know best best wishes to you out there uh, as you're doing your job. But uh, you know know that we're we're all tipping a Guinness here for you as uh, as things are getting underway with spring training. Uh, today we had Chris Antonetti join manager Terry Francona uh, for his uh, daily meeting and, and really Tito didn't say much unlike yesterday when when Tito was pretty much thrown to the wolves yeah, regarding right. the, the Mickey Calloway story that broke in the athletic uh, today Chris Antonetti joined him and and really uh, sort of took a took a mea culpa for that one saying that he should have been the one to, to handle that interview yesterday. Yeah, uh, you know, I think Tito, uh, as Terry Pluto p- uh, pointed out during the interview yesterday, probably this was above uh, Tito's pay grade, uh, trying to uh, field those questions about uh, Mickey Calloway and the alleged sexual harassment charges. Um, and so, you know, uh, Antonetti, uh, you know, was out there today, couldn't say a whole lot, you know, I think, uh, which I guess is understandable since the investigation is still going on. But uh, I thought you asked him a good question, Joe, about the steps they're taking to make sure uh, this doesn't happen again. Right. And and he pretty much came back with, well, we're not going to go into all the details of what we've done, but just know that we've we've already started taking steps. And and I get that you, you don't want to sit there and, and take, you know, 15 minutes and lay out every specific step. And he probably didn't have a <clears throat> a list of them in front of him at the at, at the moment. But there have to be significant changes within the organization so that this kind of, uh, you know, harassment can't be allowed to take place anymore. Yeah, I think the, the big thing they want to do is um, open more channels of communication between, you know, their employees, uh, especially the female employees and, and anyone, you know, female uh, journalists who work around the club and, and make that a more, uh, you know, a, secu- a secure pipe, you know, channel to for conversation and a, uh, and a more accommodating one where, you know, they don't feel, I, I think uh, 
you know, they don't, the women don't feel threatened by this or feel they'll be ostracized by this and that'll be private and confidential and it will be, you know, an all, an all inclusive uh, way to handle this. And uh, that's easier said than done. But I think if they did, they did have a failing, you know, uh, in talking to different people, that, that was probably it, you know, that, that allowed a, a guy like Mickey Calloway to kind of run rampant, you know, in, in the clubhouse. I mean, during his, uh, you know, stay in Cleveland as a, as the pitching coach. Right. And I think moving forward, not only will the Indians, but I think all of, of major league baseball will, will sort of fall into line with something like this. This is, and I guess today the, the frustrating part for us here is, you know, we talked to Antonetti back on the fourth and he was a little more forthcoming with, with some details of what he knew and when he knew and what the organization knew and what, when they did. But now that the investigation is sort of taking place, he's in a position where he can't be as forthcoming with, with the details that he, he tells us. He can't even back up his statements that he made on the fourth with, you know, I, I stand by this or I don't stand, I, I can't stand by this or, you know, I didn't know. It, it, he was asked directly if he stood by his assertion from, from February 4th that he didn't know about Callaway's inappropriate behavior uh and he said he couldn't comment on that yeah and, and that sort of took me back to where we were a year ago at this time in major league baseball with the houston astros investigation and just the sort of the the misdirection and the double speak that we were getting out of out of houston about all that and who who they could talk to and, and who they couldn't because of uh you know immunity granted to players and things like that so uh, Really, it's just a it's a bad look right now, I think, overall for everybody. And and Antony today was just trying to get out in front of it as much as he could. Yeah, you know, I think it was, you know, when this when the Mickey Calloway story uh, broke and, and the Jared Porter story broke, you know, both with the Mets, you know, shortly after that MLB upgraded its, uh, you know, uh, you know, code of conduct regarding uh sexual harassment and, and uh, discrimination. And obviously I think that was, you know, that was the driving force behind that. And I think you'll see a lot of other clubs doing this. They're, you know, they'll follow MLB's suit, uh, you know, they'll follow that example. And I don't know if MLB does that, does that go to all 30 clubs? Maybe that's, that's what happens there. Yeah. I'm, I'm so, sure it's going to come from the top yeah. and all the way down, but you know, one of the things that uh, Nick Francona said yesterday in, in his, in his posting in his, in his message, was that you can't trust MLB either because again, look at the way they handled these other investigations. And uh, I, I go back to the Houston one as an example. You know, people were sort of left feeling unsatisfied by the the results of those investigations. Uh, MLB might have all the answers, but they certainly didn't release all the all the information. Yeah, and I think you know the big thing with uh, Houston was you know the players no players were punished right. mean, and they were the ones doing the cheating and they, because they got immunity, was that the best way to handle that? I'm not sure, but uh, well, if there's another case like that, I, I think, uh, you know, we'll see how they, uh, you know, commissioner uh, Rob Manfred handles that. Well, but, you know, Joe, this thing comes down to, again, like we talked about last night, uh, the Indians are kind of parsing this. What's the, you know, the difference between, a consensual affair and sexual harassment. They're they're kind of walking that razor's edge between the two and saying they knew knew about one but not the other. 
Right. And, and it's whether or not you want to believe that they were able to be so insulated from, you know, one set of behaviors that they, that they didn't see any of that going on uh, or, none of it, or none of it was reported uh, in, in, in that case. With Indians baseball right around the corner, there's never been a better time for you to register for Indian subtext. Our subscriber-based service gives you the inside scoop and analysis on the Indians. For $3.99 a month, you get everything we're hearing and the first word before things are announced. We text you big breaking news directly to your phone, even before it's up on cleveland.com. And you can text us directly with your questions and opinions. It's a great way to avoid the trolls on social media, and it's the only way to get your questions and comments on the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. Why should you sign up? Here's one of our subscribers, Bill from Arizona. I think it's great the way uh, uh, you guys have handled it this year and appreciate the fact that, you know, you usually, uh, when you're able, respond pretty uh, quickly, either just to me or to, you know, to, to everybody. And it's nice to have a little insight on some things and then maybe an hour or two later, the story will break. I kind of feel like I'm sort of, you know, on the QT in the know and it's fun. Bill and all of our Indian subtext subscribers agree. There's a lot going on with the team and the best way to keep up is with Indian subtext. Go to joinsubtext.com slash Cleveland Indians or text Hoinsey or Joe at 216-208-4346. Again, that's joinsubtext.com slash Cleveland Indians or send a text message to 216-208-4346. We look forward to having you as a member of Indian subtext. Yeah, that's where we are right now in terms of, uh, you know, the, the, the Callaway investigation. We, we talked about it last night on a podcast. Uh, we, we had Antonetti on uh, today to, to sort of uh, not answer questions, but answer as much <laughs> as he could. Uh, Tito didn't say much, but then the other, uh, the other big revelation out of that uh, availability was the fact that the minor league uh, AAA season is going to be pushed back a month. And that's another blow to uh, all the teams, really, uh, the Indians' ability to develop players who are, are that close. And they have several of them, uh, you know, that close to being in the, with the Major League Club. Uh, the AAA season is very important, and now it's not going to start for another uh, extra month, possibly, you know, as early as or as, as late as early May. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, there was a, uh, there was a provision in the uh, – health and safety protocols for just this, uh, just this kind of uh, incident uh, where, you know, when, when the big league, when the player pool breaks camp at the end of March, you know, 26 players are picked for the big league roster and 28 players were going to be picked from that, from that player pool to either go to the alternate training site or go to AAA. And now it looks like you're going to the alternate play, you know, training site, which is hopefully the Indians hope is, is, uh, Columbus, uh, so they can you know, hold it down there. They, they can work out and maybe play some games down there against other teams. Right. Antonetti said that uh, one of the provisions for an alternate site is that it has to be within driving distance because they don't want the players uh, who could be joining the major league club at some point uh, flying on commercial airlines uh, to, to get to where they're going. So it has to be within driving distance. There's a potential. They're still working through with Major League Baseball to uh, play games against teams that are, you know, local within within a, a driving distance. 
Uh, so you'd think maybe like Indianapolis or, uh, you know, yeah. Louisville or, you know, one of those right, that that's you a good drive point. to and, and play some sort of, uh, I don't want to say pickup game, but certainly exhibition game, uh, something like that, yeah. where, uh, where you're, you're able to, to get your pitchers at least out there uh, on the mound. The, the problem here is you, you've got a, a bunch of guys who might be needed at the major league level at some point, if there's an injury or if there's a guy who's not performing and they're going to be sitting in an alternate camp, not being in competitive games and, and staying sharp. You, you've got to figure out a way to keep these guys in game shape. Otherwise you're, you're bringing up a, a substitute who's not going to be ready to play. Yeah. I mean, and it's, um, you know, it's, it's, they went through this last year. Uh, so they've got some, you know, experience with it, um, with, uh, you know, the alternate camp, hopefully they can keep it competitive. They can keep the players interested and the players can stay in shape, but it's gotta be a grind facing, you know, like we, we were talking to Jake Bowers the other day, you know, facing the same guys, same pitchers every day in and out. And uh, that can, that can help you or hurt you, I guess. <laughs> it can help you unless it's Sam Henches and he's yeah, throwing right. behind your, uh, your right ear, I guess, if you're Jake Bowers, uh, is, is what it looks like when uh, six foot seven of Sam, uh, Sam Henches goes out and does that. Uh, I, I guess it's, it's just funny that this season could, at least the early part of the season, could come down to uh, which clubs figure out how to best run a competitive alternate site and keep their guys prepared uh, in case of injury, in case of, you know, performance issues or whatever, where they need to bring somebody up. And, you know, those guys who come up, those young guys uh, need to be the one need, need to have, you know, the, the right, the right formula, I guess they have to figure that out. The Indians do. Uh, and whichever team figures it out the best is going to be, is going to have a competitive advantage. Yeah. Because, you know, you, we've seen cases before when um, your Mercado came up two years ago and hit the ground running and just took off because he was hot in Columbus and he, you know, carried that over into the big leagues. And you, you're probably not going to have that, you know, same kind of flow from uh, your, your, you know, alternate training site as you would from a, you know, a regular triple A season. Right. This hurts a kid like a Nolan Jones, maybe more than anybody because Nolan Jones was pretty much resigned to the fact that he's not going to make the, the club out of spring training unless something catastrophic happens. And, if that's the case, he was looking forward to going to Columbus, starting the season there, proving that he should be up at the major league level. And then after maybe uh, a month or so, getting getting the shot to do that. Uh, Nolan Jones, somebody who, who really, you know, sort of has that in his mind that he wants to be to wants to make his major league debut so badly this year. I, we, we really got the sense of that when we talked to him, how, how badly he wants to make his major league debut this year. But he 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 struggles and he, he found it hard at the alternate site last year to, to sort of be where his feet are. And, and he kept repeating that mantra over and over again. This is going to, this is going to tax the, uh, the Indians mental uh, performance coaches. Uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Severely, They're going to get a workout. They'll, they'll earn their salary. And then Joe, it, you know, so the AAA team loses a month. You know, I don't know how long they'll play into, uh, you know, September, but, you know, the uh, on the front end of uh, they both and then the double A and the single A teams lose a month on the front end of the season. You know, they usually start in April, but now they're they'll be going to spring training. You know, the, the Akron and, and Lake County and, and Lynchburg teams will be going to spring training 
at the end of March. So, you know, everybody kind of gets squeezed a little bit. Right. When the Indians leave Goodyear, that's when the minor league camp comes in and starts. That's when all the, the, the lower A, um, and, and again, it's a little more streamlined this year because you've only got what the four teams plus right. the, the Arizona development team. I think they have one, one or two down there. Yeah. They're allowed to have. I think um, it's one, but I don't know how one, many players. They didn't know well, how the many Indians, players. The Indians always had two Arizona teams yeah, because of their, like, like you know. They, a thousand guys down here. Well, they they need one full team of shortstops to play down uh, play out in Arizona. Right. For all the, uh, you know, 17, 18, 19-year-old shortstops that they've uh, acquired over the last several years. Speaking of <laughs> teenage shortstops, Andres Jimenez is, is having himself a, a, a camp, and uh, he is – He's up to a hundred bucks, Hoinsey. <laughs> Second yeah. time he's been named uh, MVP after his performance in uh, yesterday's game against the Mariners, where he had a two-run home run, uh, had another hit, uh, made a couple of nice plays in the field, uh, along with Josh Naylor, who had a pair of doubles. Uh, Andres Jimenez and Josh Naylor both named uh, MVPs by by Tito of the Tuesday uh, Cactus League game. Uh, got to feel really good for Andres Jimenez and, and really sort of could propel him into a, a, a spot on the roster on opening day. Yeah. I mean, he's got a chance, Joe, he's, he's playing well. He's uh, you know, he's what he's four for four. Uh, and he, he's got enough money now to retire, right? A hundred bucks. So, I mean, at least he can take some, take, take his buddies out to dinner if they can find a place where they can eat without a mask. He, he, should, he should buy you a birthday cake today. That's what he should do while you're out there. But he's played really well, and he's he's looked great. And uh, you know, a lot of players we haven't seen a, a lot of uh, Rosario yet, uh, so I'm interested to see him. I think he's in the lineup today against Arizona, so uh, we'll see how he plays. Yeah, that uh, that Indians lineup uh, today against Arizona: Cesar Hernandez leading off, Bradley Zimmer batting second, uh, playing center field, Jose Ramirez in that comfortable uh, third hole playing third base, Eddie Rosario. Uh, there's that there's that uh, that little wrinkle, I think, uh, putting Rosario as the cleanup hitter, uh, fourth playing left field, and Reyes, uh, Framel Reyes as the DH, batting fifth. Uh, Roberto Perez is sixth, the catcher. Bobby Bradley playing first base, bats seventh. Uh, Ahmed Rosario in uh, the eighth position at shortstop. And uh, Daniel Johnson, uh, another guy who, uh, you know, looks pretty good early on, uh, really Really strong throwing arm out there in right field. He's batting ninth. Uh, Daniel Johnson again, uh, going to make going to make some hard decisions, I think, uh, among the the Indians coaching staff when it comes down to how many outfielders they keep. Yeah, definitely. And and uh, for Arizona, our old buddy uh, is Drupal Cabrera is uh, playing second base and batting leadoff for them. So where does he where does he put his walker uh, when he steps out on the field? Is that <laughs> Do they, does he have to keep that in foul territory or does, I mean, seriously, as, as Drupal Cabrera has to be 137 years old. By now. <laughs> he can still hit though. I was watching him last year. He can still swing the bat. He's, he's all right. He's a good player. He's, I liked him. He, he was one of my favorite guys. Do they make him put the tennis balls on the, on the feet of the Walker? I, Cause I know that's a, a common prayer. I, I, I don't know if, if that's what the, the, the grounds crew likes to see there. No, I, that's great. Hey, uh, speaking of uh, old-time friends, uh, Corey Kluber going to make his Yankees pitching debut today, or actually probably already did. He's probably already off the mound. It's it's 1.30 as we're recording yeah. this. So, yeah, uh, Corey Kluber on the mound for the Yankees. That's uh, 
that's not a completely jarring visual for the for Indians fans to see him in pinstripes, I don't think. Jeez, oh man. I just remember him in the postseason against the Yankees. It did not go well for Corey. <laughs> that was... No. House House of Horrors there uh, in, in uh, game five of the ALDS. I think uh, if he never sees Didi Gregorius again, oh it'll be too goodness. soon. So, uh, so, yeah, that's where we are heading into – what are we in, day 14 of uh, Day of 14. Cactus League? Two weeks uh, spring, in, spring term. Wow, what what? It's it's only March day. Okay, a month. We're st- we still got a, almost a, a month yeah. here before we're still we long go, long way to go. All right, I can I can still I, we can work our way up to this. We're all right. We're okay. <laughs> all right, Hoinsey, we'll uh, check in again with you uh, tomorrow and see what we've got coming from Goodyear uh, here on the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. All right, Joe. Thanks, man. 